Hello, everybody, and welcome to Unsealed, part of the Racing Insiders podcast. I'm Kate Dillon with Crate Insider mm -hmm. and other things. And I'm um, here today with Steve Hendren from Hendren Racing Engines. And other things. And other things. <laughs> <laughs> what are your other things, Steve? Oh, I don't know. Just random bullshit. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, so uh, we're here today. <laughs> and, you know, definitely if you're new to the show, then we encourage people to go ahead and jump in, drop in a comment, leave any questions. We we love questions and we answer them even, even if they're tech questions about your race car or Random thoughts. We have lots of random thoughts yeah. on our show. And we weren't here last week. Why? We weren't here because my nephew, Luke, graduated from high school. There you go. And so had a graduation party to go to. And, you know, uh, obviously family comes first. And I think family comes first for, for all of us. And it needs to. Well, so it's part of racing, too. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So certainly we value you, our audience, and sorry for the last minute. Uh, we had it scheduled. We just had miscommunication in my office and had it scheduled, and uh, then I, I just canceled it. Talking about miscommunications in your office, this week was probably the most epic thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I, I, do I? <clears throat> is, is this going to be embarrassing? No, evil assistant Tori. Oh, God. And Andy Garris from no, Pro No, we are not going to talk about from that. From Fabrication. No, no, we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about it. No, we are not. It was fucking hilarious. Um, it's less hilarious. It's less hilarious. No, it's not hilarious. It's not. Oh my god, get a sense of humor, woman. Well, I, I don't. I think putting somebody else at the butt of a joke isn't that funny. And what you mean, Andy? And, putting no. Andy at the butt of a joke is funny every freaking time. I completely agree with that. Okay. But there was another individual where somebody was mismarked as Andy Garris and it wouldn't be fair to them. Oh, okay. so, so that would be, that would be, we, we, we miscaptioned something is what happened. And Andy found, <laughs> found it absolutely hilarious. He called me, but uh, yeah, it was, <laughs> and it wasn't a miscommunication. It was just a mistake. Well, I bet it was hilarious. Yeah. Well, it, it's internally hilarious, but it's, yeah, yeah we don't want to draw light right. to, to something that, no. uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, well, I mean, mistakes. but let's let's do start out today. Like, this isn't crate racing, but like, what about fucking Brandon Overton? Holy shit! Tell, tell the story. Some people may not have seen it. Sweeps a dream. Both. Both of them. That's insane. Wow, I didn't know. Two hundred and what? I've what not do you been mean? on social media. Two hundred sixty-seven thousand dollars this weekend, or something like that. Wow, that's incredible. I mean, that kid, fucking. I mean, that's freaking phenomenal. It is. I mean, oh my god. That's insane. And and honestly, I mean, I've known Brandon since he was like 15 years old. Yeah. And matter of fact, little known fact, I built his first super late model motor back in the day. But he, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd have bet everything on JD. Yeah. And Brandon went in there and just whooped everybody's freaking ass all Well, congratulations. I mean, congratulations to the whole Overton family. Yeah. I mean, I think they all work so hard Absolutely. To, together and, and pushing that team forward. Yeah. And and who's the chassis? Is it a house car? One, for one. So it's a Longhorn House car. By Wells. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Cool. Well, congratulations I mean, just, just to everybody on that team. Yeah. That is incredible. I didn't see any of it, and I haven't been on social media. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't have thought that would have happened. <clears throat> uh, so kudos to him, uh, his entire freaking team, uh, family, <laughs> crew, everything. Because I mean, people don't do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's just amazing. Yeah. So, I remember when he was like a little punk kid that. It's kind of a little dickhead, actually, back in the day. But oh, okay. No, I always liked it. Kid. <laughs> well, that's good. You say that about a lot of people. Well, so I it do. Kind of loses some of it. So. No, I built his 
like I said, I, I little known fact, I built his first super late model motor. So. That's really cool. Great. We got some folks here. Scott's here. He says, hi, SNK from California. There you go. Got all of our California contingent. By the way, I am in the process. In fact, there's a tape digitizing right now as we speak. Oh, of Jeff and Pam, or uh, Jeff Silva's yep. tapes. Jeff yep. and Pam yep. Silva's tapes. Yep. yep. So Good. I'm working on that. She have a whole new setup so it doesn't get jacked up as much. So cool. I'm really excited. That's cool. Really excited about my, you know, So we my should have some more setup. shit posted to the... Uh, Racing Rewind channel. Racing Rewind we we channel. still need the edit part of it done, but yeah. but uh, just you know the long part of it is just waiting for literally the hour and a half, two hours for those tapes to, to digitize. Awesome. Yeah. And so I'm just been going figure right. out how to do it in the background. Yeah. But if I forget to turn it off, the thing will run for like 24 hours. That's well, right. <laughs> recording it. No, it's not. Man, I'll take up an entire server with, uh, with that. So so I got to be careful with Your whole hard drives crash tomorrow. Oh my God. No, it goes to the server. So oh, okay. it's not, not as bad. All right, Jim. Jim is here, and Nigel's here. He's from uh, Australia, oh, yeah. so we got California all the way to Australia. Nice. My goodness, wow! Yep. Roy's here. Roy Bain <laughs> is here. We of course both have been on his podcast. We're gonna have to get Roy on on our podcast. Hang on, I, gotta, I gotta look at this shit. What, what are you gonna look at? Okay, all right. All right. Hang on. Okay, we're we're waiting for you. You're, this no, is I mean you keep going. Oh, okay, mean. now Tori is here, and she said, Steve. I said, let it die. <laughs> I will never let it die. <laughs> yeah, let it die. Let it die. Uh, Brian's here. He's got a question. I'm going to come back to uh, Brian's question since Steve's clearly in that he's, he's like focusing on a I'm looking at stuff. Um, Alan is here from Minnesota. So we've got Minnesota. Nice. And, uh, and Andrew is here. And he says, dang, that's a good looking shirt, Steve. All right. It's 7.35 a.m. in Canberra where I used to live. Wow. So, yeah, if he's in Australia, then, you know, it's anywhere from 735 to like 1035. Roughly, so. Really interesting. You have Kiev, Frankfurt, Bangkok, Canberra, and Indianapolis. Those right. are the time zones that you. <laughs> Is there something I should know about Bangkok? Well, no, I was going to go. Th- I was going to go there one time <laughs> with, my, with, with my friend. He used to own a on a bar there. I know, but I'm still having but fun. But then he like told me a horrible story about ladyboys and then I decided not to go. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it is Bangkok, but you know, just you know, it is what it is, right? right. Now I'm representing on my shirt today too, representing my brother Jimmy Schultz from and Jimmy and Tina from yep. Dirt Rap. So I got my Dirt Rap shirt on today. For sure. Now we got a question for you here, mm-hmm. Steve from Brian. Yeah. It says uh, 604 box stock, 650 HP Holly, must use 1-inch spacer. Would a tapered spacer or a four hole be better for quarter mile asphalt uh, track? Tapered four hole. Tapered four hole. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. Oh, Pat's here. Hello, guys. Have a good show. Which You're Pat? Pat Eisenhower. Oh, yeah. So, of course, um, she cuts Alex's hair this yep. week. So and she's can... coming to watch him practice Tuesday night. Oh, my goodness. So. It's going to be quite the event. Exactly. Man, we're going to look like a. Gonna be like a street stock team. We got exactly. like the whole stands. We got, we, full. we got the whole freaking Rutherford County coming to watch him test I for think the first time. I always think that's super cool. Like how a lot of the street stock guys will just have like 50 people that oh, come yeah. with them. I mean, that's just great. You know, Absolutely. whole fan base right there. Um, Cameron's here. He says, Hello, you happy people. Southbound from Eldora to Florida. What an awesome and historic weekend. Yeah, Cameron, we were just talking about yeah, that. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. It was that was uh I can't say enough about Brandon. When was I mean, when was the last time anybody swept the dream like that, or or even the World One Hundred? Uh, JD JD did. Prelude. I've got like video of him standing on top of his car with a broom, um, but like not. It's not two terrible. literal races in a row, right? No. Yeah. No, this is <laughs> no, <laughs> this is history here that we just watched happen. Wow. 
when Brian said thank you for that. Um, tell him about the angled carbs. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. So, uh, so tell me, how was your week? It started out like shit. We lost power at like one o'clock on Monday, which is like, I mean, it's essentially my busiest day of the week in the sense that we get like so many phone calls. Right. But like, like this transformer blew up next to the shop and I'm talking like the telephone poles on fire, the grass around it's on fire. It was like a whole thing. And we're like, okay, well, it's going to take them an hour or two to fix this shit. Well, then our freaking monsoon thunderstorm rolls in. So yeah, we did, we had no power at all after one o'clock on Monday. So if I didn't answer any calls, that's why, because our phones went down and then I'm sitting there like Googling where, where I can find like a normal phone that doesn't require batteries or, you know, plug in the wall, you know, power, I mean, uh, electricity to like runs. So. Right. And I couldn't find one. So there you go. Wow. Wow. That was a foot. I, I don't know. It was not a good there way to is. start the week. No, no. So the week went downhill from there. Because you know you can't get shit, you can't. You're trying, you're, you're trying, you're, <laughs> you're trying to complete jobs, and you can't get water pumps, and you can't get distributors, and you can't get. Uh, it's 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 a total clusterfuck right now. I'll, I'll tell you what, I've had a good week because some of those things that I ordered months ago, I I got in this week. So oh, wow. things like tandem pumps. Yeah. From uh, so I've got tandem pumps for from KSC. From KSC yeah. I got, I have three transmissions in stock now. So yep. a couple of roller slides. And do you know that the, the regular late model aluminum transmission, it was just approved for this season for IMCA. Oh, good. So that's kind of a big deal. Oh, wow. Welcome to 20 years ago. Well, Hey, <laughs> and so, so they've been hard to get because it was all of a sudden just a right. huge rush for those. So I've got one of those on the shelf. We've got matched valve yes, springs. Lots. Declared something legal. Yes. So many. Had to give them a bunch of money to do it. Yay. <laughs> hey, I, I, the yay is that I've got I've got it on the shelf, so that's good. We got lots and lots of matched valve springs, so that's good. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. They're, they're, so there's a few of those things that have been difficult. We, we got like a full-time valve spring matcher now. I do. It's awesome. I love yeah. it. We made uh, definitely made big strides at the warehouse. We got you know shipping. We've really got that under control and. And got a lot of our stuff moved over. Oh, you know, you mentioned fire. It reminded me, I did hear from Kaiser Wheels this week mm. and from, from Wade. And just want to just kind of put out there to the world that they've def they're have they definitely rebuilding. And yeah. you could actually see he sent like a drone. It was almost like a drone shot of the whole facility. So it's really, it's their entire facility didn't burn down. But it was it's like if you can imagine your shop if you had different um, one whole section of it apparently right right and of course it's unfortunately it's the section with all the equipment but their raw materials were fine and any wide five inventory that they have they're sending my way so i don't know what i'm getting but but you're getting and, something but i'm getting yeah. something it may not even be beadlocks i mean it, it may not be well, I mean, maybe standards but obviously i'll, I'll take anything i can first. get i am so grateful <laughs> so grateful you know, we've got a great relationship and obviously anything I, anything I can well, do for them. it's the best wheel on the market. I mean, it is. And we all need wheels. I mean, you're not going anywhere and there's no tire contacting the racetrack without a wheel to put it on. Of course, if you can get tires put on the wheels. Yeah. That's a totally different damn deal right now. Yeah. We've got lots and lots of challenges, you know, and, and well, I'm I just mean, trying I mean, to stay I ahead of anything I, I, I can. I think Fast Track had to cancel their whole deal at Charlotte because uh, no tires. We got to come up with a better solution here. 
Uh, we have got to come up with Apparently a better everybody solution. Needs to fucking vote differently because it wasn't a problem before then. Well, yeah. <laughs> Um, keep, yeah, keep, keep giving people <laughs> free money, they don't want to work. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to like be politically correct. Well, no, I don't, it's not that, it's just that I really don't want to get kicked off of YouTube. <laughs> I, mean, I, already, I haven't said anything bad yet. No, but if I if I interjected any of my opinion about voting, oh, if you that, go, if you go that way, yeah, yeah, because you'll go off on a rampage. Oh, I will. I just make snarky little comments, and you just like you go full freaking. Hey, you know what? Okay, I, I have actually some interesting news to tell you. Right. So you've you've heard I've never talked about this on the show before, but during all of this political stuff, I happened upon this pair of commentators, um, Crystal and Sager, that they were on the Hill, the Hill TV. Yeah. So she's left and he's right, and so it really kind of comes together. They don't have shouting kinda like, matches. Kind of like almost like Hannity and Combs back in the day on Fox well, News. Well, it thing, could or? be, but but that's like. Both of that is on steroids. Right. And, you know, and almost like they oppose. You actually have to watch. And they're moderates. They're both moderate. Okay. I mean, actually, Crystal's probably so a little meet, more. They, they meet in the middle. Yes, they do. Much. They're both populists, and I'm a populist. See, I can agree with that. And I'm a populist, and I'm not going to agree with everything. You know, nobody's going to agree on all things, right? But you, but I really enjoy hearing a left perspective that is reasonable or that I can understand where it's coming from right. and it isn't total batshit, right. right? Yeah. And anyway, so here's here's what happened. So they've covered all kinds of stuff. They've covered Epstein, they've covered Hunter's laptop. They've mm -hmm. they've they've covered lots of things. And they uh, finally had enough of the hill. So they decided to break out on their own and go independent. Mm -hmm. And as part of that, you've seen a lot of people go Patreon, but instead what they did was super fans. So if you're a premium subscriber, which I am, then I get an email on Monday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays, like here's a link, an un unlisted link to their whole show. Otherwise it's all released as clips. Right. So you right. can see it all. Like they covered this week where the tax returns for, for some of the billionaires in this country were, were, were leaked mm -hmm. to, uh, to this organization. And they showed like Jeff Bezos and mm -hmm. Warren Buffett and Bill Gates right. and all of these and Crystal and Saga reported on it. We haven't seen anything like that in well, CNN well, and the Biden administration. <laughs> no, and Biden, what's, what's the Biden administration say? Well, we got to get to the bottom of how that information got out there. You know, we, we believe in, you know, protecting the privacy of our citizens. Yeah. It's not like the pipeline getting hacked and everything else. Oh, expect more of that. And that was their solution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Just wait till the fucking power grid goes down. See what happens. Oh, yeah. But anyway, I, I'm just gonna just throw out there their their show is called Breaking Points now. So you can look up the Breaking Points YouTube channel. It's actually pretty cool. Um, I. Um, but anyway, they they were scared. I mean, here they quit their job. They set up a studio. Didn't know what was gonna happen, but they have been overwhelmed with the number of people they had a hundred thousand subscribers before they even oh, had the first episode well, I mean, out. that's that's actually the kind of news i want to listen to i don't want to i don't do the mainstream media thing i i don't do the whole bubble thing right because like so many of my friends in california i grew up with i mean they rely on cnn msnbc and they're super far left liberal shit to determine like what's going on today and it's fucking annoying, I'm telling you. Well, I, I would encourage people to check out Breaking Points on, on YouTube. I, I think they're doing a great job. Well, good. Yeah. So, and, and I love the idea that they broke away because they didn't agree with a lot of the advertising that was going on. Yeah. And they were kind of 
you know, yeah, you can't really tell you can say whatever you want on your show, but you know, could you scale it back on this or whatever? Well, now, I mean, to be fair, I will listen to the guys that I agree with. Yeah, me too. Which, which is, you know, normally like, you know, Paul Joseph Watson, Mark Dice, guys like that. And then, but I also listen to the other side or, or read the other side just to kind of see what the counterbalance is. Yeah. And then I make my decision from there. But, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I mean, I do like certain people who I agree with. I love the idea that they went independent and they're finding success. I think it's great. And, and that also they're already the number one podcast. Cause they also leave it out as they put it out as a podcast. Mm-hmm. So they're already beating the New York times in the podcasting world for the number one <laughs> political con uh, podcast. Speaking of like the whole media? political thing yeah. and the media thing. So my good friend, Pat, who commented yeah. here earlier, she's a little, She's a little left. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And so we had a conversation the other night, uh, sitting there at dinner. And I explained to her how but the Biden administration just freaking nixed the whole low-income deal on insulin. So Trump signed an executive order yeah. that made insulin like affordable. affordable for people on low income, like I'm talking like poverty and below levels to where they can get their insulin. And I guess probably because it was a Trump thing, yeah. uh, Biden nixed it. Yeah. It's gone. No. Yeah. So, so now, now people have to decide whether they're going to eat and pay and cor- the rent. And of course, or- that's like, you show, show me, show me right now. Google it. So I Google it. Show it. Yeah. And we didn't talk about that anymore. There you go. <laughs> so that's, right. that's how you get along with your, with your uh, little lefty friends. <laughs> All righty, so we're back to tech questions. All right, <laughs> my, tech little, question. my little my little side side mark there, All but right. yeah, definitely check out Breaking Points, you guys. Um, just a great job out there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Um, all right, James is here, and he's oh, Darren is here saying hey guys, and I'm not sure if he's in Alaska or California right now, but hey to you, Darren. James is here. He says hello, everyone. Do I need to run an ethanol carburetor with XO4 race fuel? I don't know what XO4. Is. Uh, that's a uh, base stuff, I think. Or are you talking EXO4? EXO4 is like actually Sunoco. Uh, XO4, I think it's at base E85. So is it? Thing, I'm not is sure. it? Well, answer the question if whether it's an E85 because we're just not sure. Uh, I mean, I mean, if it's an E85 based fuel, then yeah, you absolutely have to have an E85 carburetor. Now, what is the difference between an E85 carburetor and a gas carburetor? Everything in the metering box. Everything primarily. is in, okay. Metering yeah. box. Okay. I mean, basically on, on E85, you have to flow, you have to move 33% more fuel, roughly. Mm. So 30 to 33% more fuel uh, to make an engine run on ethanol than what you do on, you know, race gas, any kind of, even oxygen to race gas. Um, and then, like, you can step up from that and go to methanol. And methanol is like 2.2 times the volume of liquid. I knew that. Yeah. So you're 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 talking two times as much. So that's so. why you can't just like change the jets. No, there's no there's there's no such thing as a jet change or anything. It's specific fuel related carburetor. That's really good to know. It's a question I get a lot, and I really didn't know the answer to. And so we're gonna have to definitely get that information out to a lot more people. Yeah. All right, Ryan. And, said, and I would suggest not running like anything that's like. If you can buy it on Summit, don't run it. That kind of rhymed. <laughs> totally. Yeah, if you can buy it totally on Summit, did. don't run it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not joking. I'm being serious. I mean, you need to go to a reputable carburetor. If you're going to, to like 
an E85, you need to like be with David Smith, Stealth, Willie's, me, or not me, but my brother. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, like reputable carburetor builders who know what they're doing. Because if you buy it out of Summit and expect to go win, I'm sorry, man, you're going to have a bad day. Nobody, you know, and it's interesting. I talked to Willie one time about it, that carburetors really are one of those things that they can just ruin your night of racing. Oh, I mean, you get go there and you've got to adjust your carburetor and then you dink yeah. around it with some more. And they're like, all you do the entire night is just dink around with you're the carburetor. Around carburetor. And when you need to be worried about what you're doing with shots. Yeah, and there's lots of other things. <laughs> load numbers and everything else. We, we need to just dial in our carburetor before we ever get there yeah. and set it, forget it. All right, Ryan says one beer for y'all's team. Pound Virginia here having a beer and enjoying it. Well, cheers, Ryan. God, I love that name. Pound Virginia. I do too. <laughs> I like that too. Is that like Virginia is for lovers? Oh God! <laughs> Going to pound. And he's from Pound. He's from Poundtown, Virginia. <laughs> oh my God, we're terrible. We're terrible. Plus, you were just making fun of me. So before this, well, yeah. I decided I, I went to the farmers market yesterday and I got cabbage. And so you can see, he walks into the kitchen and I've got this wood thing and I'm just hammering on this pounding the shit out of, of the cabbage right to make sauerkraut and he's like what are you doing it's like, <laughs> like the most german thing i've seen today <laughs> so german he's like what is that i'm like it's a kraut pounder <laughs> goes, no 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 that's not a thing I'm like yeah you can google that he gets a kraut pounder is a thing i even that's what i looked up oh on. i love how your minnesota accent just came out there <laughs> No, I just missed a vowel. No, you just went crap pounder. <laughs> yeah, I really don't. I just didn't move my... I'm trying to smile and talk at the same time. All right. Chris is here saying, hey, Lucky Dog Racing. Hello, Kate and Steve. DJ from Sumter, South Carolina. I love watching you guys keep up the good work. Thank you so nice, much for you. being here. Absolutely. Chad. I've raced at Sumter. <laughs> I've raced at Sumter back in the Clash days. <laughs> cool. Um, Chad is here. <laughs> said, uh, woke Steve. <laughs> <laughs> are you woke i'm totally woke <laughs> oh, oh man oh. i forgot i forgot my fucking uh uh rainbow shirt today though oh, are you having pride yeah get some pride going oh, on yeah okay i honestly i just get i you know when's father's day is that next week or that's next sunday okay i'm just glad it's not today what the fuck's everybody getting well, I don't know. I mean, who's your daddy? Is like, I get, how many kids do you have? Well, You're not my daddy, so I know of two. <laughs> biologically, yeah. <laughs> one, one yeah. I adopted. <laughs> two biologically, the rest I don't know about. All right. Well, I'm gonna, can I place a bet right now on on which of your kids is going to get you a Father's Day gift? Uh, the littlest <laughs> one. <I know. laughs> yep. Yep. My All little right. guy will. Yeah. Okay. I got a, I got a new question for you. Darren says, Hey guys, what are common mistakes people make when scaling a car? That's a good one. Scaling the car. Mm -hmm. What are the common mistakes? Scaling the car. Well, are you saying that, that yeah. having I, bad it, it, percentages? It, it, it depends on the kind of car nowadays. I mean, I mean a late model, I mean, we don't scale. I mean, all we do is put that thing on the scale and get like what our percentages are as far as like left side and front and rear. And that's it. I mean, everything else is done nowadays on a, on a spring smasher. Well, and I think Darren's um, got a, um, like a stock, a street stock. Uh, 
and you're going to be familiar like, with that. So street yeah. shocks today are basically like late models were. They were probably back in the day. Yeah, I mean it's very similar. I mean we were on leaf springs and all that stuff back in the day. I I, I think I think like back then, like probably one of those common things that I remember that you concentrated too much on was probably crossweight. But that's like just something that like it, that's driver preference i mean so where's the best know. place for this information would it be just kind of experimenting as a driver asking a chassis builder what would you say would be the best well place? i mean i mean if you got a car nowadays you you know i mean unless you build it in your own garage by yourself i mean you've got a chassis builder of some sort so i would definitely refer to the chassis builder mm -hmm. for you know any of those percentage numbers that you're looking to get but um i don't know i mean I think I think like one of the one of the common things back in the day was like you know people with locked rear ends and like you'd slam the car down on the scales and wouldn't wouldn't release that lever tire because you got staggering the car and like wouldn't you know people wouldn't jack it back up and like get that stat you know get the tire to release because if you just set it down on the scales I mean that tire is loaded on the left rear and it gives you false numbers stuff like that but hmm. I mean there's no. I don't know. If you do it the same way every time, I don't think there is a mistake you make. That's that's a great that's great advice. Just doing it the same way every yeah. time. That's great. All right, Tom's here. He says, when running a flat air air cleaner on 602, there's talk about extending vets vents on the carb to above the flat. Need your opinion. Uh what you're doing there is like a lot of the cars nowadays, I don't care whether it's a street stock or whether it's a modified or a late model, the car is like this attitude is like this in the corner so, so angled, angled jacked up on the yeah, right so rear. what you're doing is you're basically running your float levels as high as you can possibly get them without them like bleeding over um but when you do that when you're in the middle of the corner you get that mid corner stumble where it's almost like the engine's running underwater i don't even know how to explain it other than that i mean it's what it sounds like yeah so basically the engine's flooding over so what we're doing is like the simple fix is to run a crossover tube from the back vent tube to the front vent tube up as high as you can get it, a big loop, mm -hmm. and then obviously cut a hole at the top where it can still vent. Uh, the technical solution is to run a Willie's uh, equalizer. No, run the Willie's uh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Okay. So that's, you know, it's good. All right, Richard has a question. He says, do you have any Hendron 602s race ready available? I do not. No, I'm sorry. It's going to be um, a hard no. I yeah. try. Uh, I, I mean, try. It, it's right now it's so difficult. I mean, 602s, you know, we had them there for a while and then they went extinct again. Um, 604s right now, like they're essentially non-existent, but. GM's like releasing one or two to dealerships right now, but then you either <laughs> the dealership either needs to like you're on the buddy list where they call you and say we got one or they don't, and if you don't, then it's first come first serve and it's it, it, it's a total cluster right now. Six oh two and six oh four. Yeah, it's a challenge. Um, Nigel says, how many shots of whiskey are in Kate's coffee? Um, I'm actually drinking a chalada today. So there was like a Bud Light with my Clamato. So four. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. 
Rosa is here. She says, in the car versus out of the car for driver is a huge thing we found between different chassis builders with scaling. Well, there oh, is that. for sure. Yeah. Now, now me personally, I, I've always, I mean, back in the day when we scaled. You can talk about this for a minute, right? No. Because it's like going to take 30 seconds. What do you need? I was going to make another drink. All right. Well, give it to me because I'll answer this real quick and keep going. Okay. Um, so back in the day when we scaled, I did everything with driver in the car. Because the driver's in the car when you race. Right. And that weight, I mean, I mean, I've a long time ago we had Jesse, but it was like, you know, the average race car driver was like 180. Well, what if you're 110 or one or 205? You know, I mean it makes a difference. Well, I remember my dad back then, back then, and we, I mean with a lot of a lot of the stuff nowadays, I think it still does, but you know. I remember my dad, I was putting lead weights in the in the driver's seat yeah i mean if you, you, yeah i mean you gotta put your body weight to me yeah. always in the driver's seat so uh, yeah i didn't realize there was another way to do it no. doesn't make sense any other way right for sure cool all right so you need another chilada with bud light or whiskey um, i'm assuming no no <laughs> you just talk you do you do what you do best and just talk Oh, my God. If you didn't hear that, he said, you do what you do best and just talk. Great. Yeah. All right. If you have any questions for me, then uh, then definitely drop them into the drop them into the chat there, <laughs> because I know I'm not the tech person on this particular thing, but I am product. So if I have any product questions, um, then that would be good. Oh, Tom says any wine lately. Um, yeah, I've got a whole stockpile of wine. I know you, you sent some. We we haven't cracked those open yet. So we, I know we need to. It's been brutally hot here. So it's more like cool beer drinking weather here because it's currently it's 80 something. I don't even know. Oh, I, my my computer says it now. It's 82 degrees and sunny. So it's really hot here. Um, and super humid, so we're we're more of uh, like spring and fall kind of wine drinkers, or maybe at night when it's cooled down. So we have not cracked those open yet. I did buy some new wine racks too that I need to hang up in my in my house here in the Barcelona area, but uh, haven't had a chance yet. So yeah, I'm busy with setting up the warehouse, and that's been uh, it's been a lot. It's been a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah, uh, I also did pick up a new hobby. So my new hobby is playing that silly Pokemon Go game and j like chasing around Pokemon all over the place. It's ridiculous. Steve, I'm surprised he hasn't made fun of me about it yet, but did it with the family and it was a lot of fun. And so now me and uh, my son, Curtis Lake, we've been we've been tracking down some Pokemon and doing some adventuring. So I'd be curious if any of you are Pokemon Go players, because it's a lot of fun. You can get a little exercise and and it's challenging to try to uh, um, try to you know, just beat the tasks and things like that. Oh, Roses, your Pokemon Go is great. See, I knew I wouldn't be alone. Yay. <laughs> I knew I would not be alone. It's a popular game. I never played, never played, I never played the card game. And, you know, I'm definitely older than the, than watching the cartoons. I didn't have kids that age. So yeah, I never really got into any of that. I mean, I understood the basic concept, you know, you got to catch them all. So it really does, it does feed that in me about the, the thing about being a collector or being challenged and and battling and trying to figure out the stats all of that really feeds into my personality so it really is a good 
All right. Tom says, how much did the oil prices go up? Um, that's a really good question. They went up, uh, Schaefer's went up 8%. And I don't have revised pricing on the Daytona one. Well, wait, Daytona one's going up too. And I, if Klotz has gone up, they haven't informed me yet. Um, but Schaefer's was, um, was 8%. Oh, and Rosa, I'm a red team, Team Valor. Valor for life. <laughs> what? Pokemon Go. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Rosa are both. Don't Pokemon tell me you found a dork squad, dork squad on here, too. I uh, totally did. They're everywhere. <laughs> They're everywhere. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, so what do you think about my new mug from you? What do you think about my fucking chalaba? I, I haven't tasted it yet. Looks like there's lots of pepper. I so. sported it up a little bit. I'm guessing, are you trying to kill me? Yeah. Yummy. Oh, see. You did well. I know. You did well. Steve's son. I'm watching Max Energy make that shit, so I'm good. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you totally have. Now, Tom asked us what we, if we drank any wine lately, and I told him we just don't really drink when it's hot like this. Yeah, wine, I'm not a hot wine drinker. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, pretty much when it's this time of the year, I'm drinking beer. Of course, I drink beer pretty much all the freaking time. But, I mean, yeah, yeah. I And I finally get it because I've, I've kind of lived in climate-controlled environment. Like, I work in climate control most of the time. Yeah. But now with the warehouse, I'm out and about. I'm in the warehouse. I'm, you know, sweating. We've got a Which fan in there. climate-controlled. No, se, no, it's but... not. I mean, we've got offices over there. But, yeah. you know, I'm... I'm run out to the shop to get parts and right. back and forth between there and, you know, definitely sweating. And, and I finally do understand like, Oh, now I kind of get this whole, like why beer is refreshing at the end of the day. <laughs> exactly. Because you're just like sweating and hot yeah. and like hot on the inside and totally exactly. kind of get it now. So. Yep. Yep. So we did get a good question mm -hmm. here. Dylan says, what are your thoughts on mixing pump gas, the pump 93 and 110? Uh, I don't like it. Um, number one, you'll never get the mixture the same twice in a row. Now, I do sell uh, carburetors that are meant for that. So, like, yeah, it's yeah carburetors. you do, yeah. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it's, I, I'm just not a fan. I mean, stick to one or the other. I mean, I mean, if you're going to run, I mean, it, run 93, right? Why, why are you going to mix 93 and 110? There's no reason to do it. So, either pick one or the other. I mean, 93 is going to make more power than 110. So if it was me, I'd just pick the 93 and run that if you're on a on a budget when it comes to fuel. Huh. So. Wow. I hadn't heard that before from you. I mean, we've talked about this before. but Well, I mean, 110 does not belong in, in anything under 11 to 1 compression. Well, so, I, mean, well I, remember, I remember when we did some fuel testing with clots. Now, well, that being said, I will recommend, like, like if you go up into rush country up north, yeah, it's I will recommend the 110 because I do not because their other option is 91. Okay. And I do not trust that 91 in the heat of the summer on a hot, humid night. You're lugging the engine. I, I can see where detonation can happen, so I always recommend the 110 up there. Well, I mean, and, and I remember meeting with John Klotz when we were doing field testing, and he had said, you know, what he'd noticed was that basically anything over one 100. Um, 100 octane was pretty much lost on the crate engine. Unless it's oxygenated. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a that's really important part of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a very important yeah. part of that. Now, if we're talking about 93 and 110, we're talking about not, neither of those are oxygenated. Well, 93 could be because it's got 
85. I mean, uh, ethanol mixed in with it. Well, could normally, I, I mean, I mean, it, I mean, the federal government allows them to put up to 10% uh, E85, or I mean, uh, ethanol in pump gas. So. Well, let's talk about what we actually do recommend at that, um, for that kind of grouping or category, whatever, right. is that if you're going to go with 93, at least, or, or whichever, 93 or 110, to go with a racing gas, you're buying it Over by the pump. Yeah. yeah, buying it by the barrel, just just because you know what you're getting. You've got this consistent yeah. fuel. Pump, pump gas is always an issue. I, I, I honestly never recommend it. Um, because, I mean, you've got like these tanks are in the ground that, you know, because they're in the ground, they're going to get water content to them. I mean, I mean, if you if you fill it, I mean, if you fill your race car up on the day that they put fresh gas in the tank, great. If it's three weeks later and it's down to the bottom, there's you get half water content. Oh, I mean, no, there's an issue there. I, I'm going <laughs> to par, partial water. <laughs> I'm going to share with with you. Maybe you hadn't heard this before, but you don't want gas on the day that they delivered. And the reason why is because as they pump that in, it's pushing. It's it's now. I mean, if it, I took a beer and I just dumped it, now I'm kicking up any sediment well, or anything but, else. Yeah, it's going to mix it up. Whatever. So you, I, I get that. But yeah. I, I mean, I don't. I still don't want like you know the day before you don't they want deliver the dregs. pump gas. You don't <laughs> yeah. want the dregs, and you don't want it freshly no. in between. So you maybe a day or two afterwards right. or something. Uh, yeah, but you can't control that. What? No, and and that's the important part. I I know another thing I'd heard and, was to have like a fifty-five gallon drum and get a fifty-five gallon drum of yourself, and that way any sediment will fall to the bottom, and your carburetor will be set up perfectly for that fuel for as long as. It as lasts. another example, like my car, I have to run ninety-three in it, right? My son's car, which is a turbocharged Subaru, he has to run ninety-three in it in it as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now with his car, because it's turbocharged, he's got knock sensors, all this crazy shit, right? That displays on his dashboard. Mm-hmm. Okay. He went the other day and bought fresh 93, which is what he thought it was. And his knock sensors are going off and all this crazy shit. Well, that's not freaking 93. So a lot oh. of times they'll put, you know, depending on the fuel company and how sleazy they are, they might be putting 87 in a 93 pump. And you're paying double for the same shit. It could be. We're, we're tired of people bitching and saying that we don't have 93. So here you go. You know. Exactly. <laughs> oh, look. We've got 93. You can stop your that, whining. That, that does happen. Now, he solved his whole problem by putting uh, Octane Booster in it. And that solved the problem. But That's good. But it could have <laughs> happened to you and you wouldn't have known. It could have happened to my car and I wouldn't have known. No. Yeah. Unless I heard it. You know, the Matrix is perfectly happy with 87. <laughs> Matrix don't care. Fucking Matrix. <laughs> I my Toyota Matrix. I'd really love the van, though. The van doesn't care either. Right. The <laughs> van's like, nah, I'm good. The Brandon Ford van. Yes, Brandon <laughs> Ford. Absolutely. Um, okay. Oh, we got more here. And, um, and, and Tom had a question asking about oil prices going up, and he said they're seeing prices increase 5 to 12%. You know, it was, it's interesting. I was, I've was gotten that question quite a bit. Schaefer's went up, what, 8? Yeah, 8. Yeah, and, and I know that Daytona went up on some of theirs, but yeah. I didn't actually look at it myself. I just right. sent it over to Tori. But, uh, 
you know, we're seeing that. And and I was talking to someone the other day, and they asked, you know, if we if we'd seen the effects, you know, of what's going on in the world. And I said, you know, yeah, if there's one time that I'm really, really glad that I don't have a catalog, it's right now. Because this is not when we see price increases. We see price changes in November, right ahead of PRI. In January. Um, or we get them in January. Yeah, exactly. We never see price increases in yeah. June. Yeah. And unless I drop the ball. And GM's been blowing our inboxes up with price increases like all year. Yeah. I mean, it's month after month, and then we have to hunt for the thing that's right. the thing that we have. It, it's very frustrating. So, like a lot everybody's of times, frustrated. Well, None of mean, us, nobody's gouging anybody, is what I really no, want to put no, out no, there. No, 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 they're not. But like a lot of times, like I'm, you know, I've got like stuff that's pre, uh, like let's say somebody calls us, hey, I want a six hundred four complete package. Well, I've got all this stuff pre done up, and I'm finding I'm having changes shit every week. Oh yeah, you're, you're like you've got this whole whether itemized list. It, whether yeah, whether mm -hmm. I can get it, whether I can't, what GM's done on pricing. Because I mean, I mean the six hundred fours that are coming out now, that are going to be coming out, they're going up three hundred bucks, yeah. just like six hundred twos just did. Yeah. Well, that's fucked. If I already got a damn deposit on something three months ago, right? On something they're waiting on. Yeah. But I'm not gonna like pass it on to the customer and be like, oh well, shit. I eat shit and lose 300 bucks. Yeah. Now, do you need us to put together a spreadsheet so you, it can add up automatically? Because <laughs> yeah, I know yours is like a word well, document. We don't, we don't know when they're going to add up automatically is the problem. No, no, no. I mean, I'm saying that you're, oh, well, I mean, I'm just offering because, you know, I, I right. am, I'm the queen of the nerd squad over here. So <laughs> just dorky. saying, just saying I am. Pokemon go. I know. Hey, I just bring it all. Jeez bring Christ. it. Bring it. All right. Steve said, or um, Jim says, Steve, a few episodes back, mm -hmm. you said you would rather have torque over horsepower. Yes. Would it be better to advance or retard the crankshaft on the torque side? You mean the camshaft? Well, I I am reading. So he might mean camshaft. I don't right. know. But you can go ahead and answer, um, answer however you would like to answer. Well, I mean, it depends on the application. Like on on the on the crate stuff we do, we can't really we can't advance or retard the cam much. Um, so, I mean, normally, like if you retard it, uh, you're going to gain torque. Advance it, you're going to gain horsepower. Um, I don't I, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, I wouldn't. But in the crate stuff, we don't mess with it because we can't, right? Well, I, well, I mean, you, you, you can manip Manip manipulate things a little bit, but not and be legal, so. Good. Well, it occurs to me that somebody asked me what I was drinking earlier about my coffee. Well, we haven't talked about what we're drinking today. What are you drinking, Steve? Beer. Beer. Okay. Now I'm drinking a chalada. Hey, it's just a thing. It's a thing on our show. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, I mean, and <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I thought you were talking about that. No, no, no I mean, here, here, here's something that's funny. I mean, like, if the cam is ground correctly, you're not gonna notice. All right, so I've had guys like back in the day when, when we did a lot of super engines. I had one customer of mine, and it was I built him Ford stuff, and he'd come to us and be like. Oh man, I need. I think I need more torque. 
can you, can you do anything with the camshaft? Yep. So I time it straight up. Oh, that's all the difference in the world. That's fucking awesome. Then he come back, get freshened up again. And he'd be like, I think I need more horsepower. Can you do anything with the camshaft? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll freaking tweak the camshaft around a little bit. Put it right back the same way. And what did he say? Oh, that was that's all perfect. the difference in the world. That's oh, fucking man. perfect. Yeah. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. Um. So normally if a camshaft is ground correctly, you're not going to notice anything. Interesting. You know, because um, we're talking like, let's let, let's say you just buy a comp cam and put in your, I don't know, 11 to 1 compression 350 Chevy engine. And you're like, oh, I'm going to advance this thing six degrees or retard it six degrees to do whatever. Um, there's nothing you're going to fucking notice. I mean, we're talking we're talking like minuscule. I mean, nowhere near the difference between winning or losing a race. I'll just put it that way. I would like to say, is it is it the difference between first and tenth? No, absolutely not. It's a different. I mean, sometimes I mean, if you tell the <laughs> if you tell the customer that the this is going to be the difference between first and tenth, fucker might go out and win a race. Is what I'm getting. It's at. the psychosomatic. Correct. This is the psychosomatic uh, <laughs> um, change we're making to your to your uh, engine here. All right, got a new question. Ronnie says, "Hey Steve, I run a street stock with a 355 cubic inch. I have a single pass radiator, and I am overheating with a double pass two row, one inch, um, one inch be better and keep me from overheating." All right. Sorry, okay. No. I have a single. There we go. Hey, Steve. It, actually, I forgot to put these questions on the screen. I'm so sorry. Oh, there we go. Hey, I Steve. I run a street stock. There you mm -hmm. go. With a 355 cubic inch engine. And I'm overheating. Would a double pass? Yeah, it would. Um, would a double pass two row be better? Yeah. I mean, but then there's also other equations to that, like what kind of fuel you're running. Um, if you're on race gas or something like that, and you definitely need a shroud. Um, but yeah, double pass is always almost always better than a single pass, unless you're like on methanol or something like that. We've got a really good video on that actually, talking about double pass. Do not use radiators. triple pass though. Yeah, yeah. Not on dirt. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, Gary Benfield is here. He says, "Hey, got a pole and ran second last week at Fayetteville Street Stock. Thank you nice. guys. Good deal. Fantastic, Gary and Susie. Yeah, thank you for being here and congratulations on that. Absolutely, that's great." Yeah, slacking. I mean, I, I don't do one show, and now I forget to put the questions on the right. screen. <laughs> I suck. Yeah, you should have caught me. I mean, what the fuck, Kate? I know. I know. I just asked. It's that slot I made you. You're like too dumbfounded by it. To well, no, I was dumbfounded with my other one, and now now that this has got me, helped me get my shit together. Right. So thank you, Steve. It's a little peppery. It's a lot peppery. It's good though. It, it's good. It's just a lot peppery. I'm trying. Yeah, between you and Curtis Lake trying to give me spicy stuff. I'm a Minnesota girl. Oh, yeah, that's fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, Ronnie says thank you. So that's, yeah. that's good. I think that double, yeah, that double pass. Yeah, I mean, great confidence <clears throat> on that. Yeah, I mean, double, I mean, and then uh, when you're on the double pass run unrestricted, in other words, do not put any, don't put nothing stupid in the freaking water neck. Don't do. No restrictor, no nothing. Because the double pass itself is enough restriction. Yeah. yeah. So in other words, it's going to reduce flow like by 33%. Mm -hmm. So. 
Cool. Cool. What else you got? Any other uh, like wise, wise information? Oh, Any other current events that you've um, been on top of? Because I've been so busy, I really haven't. I haven't been on top of anything. Just waiting on Arizona to be done. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm. It, it's interesting to to watch how the media has set themselves up for the epic fail. Well, that the the media result is going to be the same regardless. Oh yeah. That yeah. All right. Oh, Mikey Siri says a nice shirt. It's dirt wrap and profab. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. I'm talking to my brother a lot. Um, any of our vendors who were part of the show this last year for the cars racing show, you're going to hear from me this week because we have a prototype floor plan. And oh, really? yep. Yep. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. We're excited. So we'll start getting those. So we are doing that again this year. We are doing it January 7th and 8th of 2022. There you go. Yep. So we're very excited about that. I mean, we've known for, for a while, but we had to really dial some things in. We we got that whole other bay. You know, that other bay was taken up mm -hmm. last year and really kind of put a wrench in like getting trailers and stuff in there. But right. but uh, with this year, we'll be able to expand. It was be badass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It really has an opportunity to be a really badass show. We I think we did a we all pulled together. It's not just like being my brother. Um, I, I feel that show, it's not even a feeling. The feedback has been so incredible mm -hmm. that for what it was and for when it was and how it had to be done. And how you pulled it off. <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you, that had to be when I had to be braver than I've ever been in my life. It was. It would have been much, much easier to say, you know what? This is just too hard. It's time to walk away. And uh, I'm not very good at that. I'm not very good at quitting. Just no. saying. I'm not. And so I'm really glad that, I, uh, honestly, in, in the end, it was just so phenomenal for absolutely for so many reasons. Um, anybody that's part. Well, of I mean, I mean, to me, I mean, here's I'm somebody that goes to PRI, PRI every year. You do too. I do. Uh huh. Now, I mean, you can't replace that. I'm not. I'm not thrown mm -hmm. off on PRI by any means. But I'm telling you that the show you all put on was. Like, yeah. It was more personable. It was more like people could come and talk to me or I can go talk to people where you don't get that at the show where like everybody's crowded the aisleways collecting stickers. Well, you know, <laughs> I think the biggest piece was, so, you know, I, I love PRI, you know, I said great things. I mean, we'll and be I, this year, so. You know, I put out my PSA this right. week where hotel registration opened yeah. up. So, you know, I do help to try to promote PR. I mean, they don't ask me to or anything, but, you know, I'm a big supporter of what they do. Right. Um, and at the same time, there's about 100 booths that I want to go to out of the 1,300. And, I you know, what we tried to do with our show, the our Hickory Trade yeah. Show, was we took those 100 booths. And put them in one place <laughs> right so that we weren't having to walk no, by there was no bullshit no well i mean it's not that it's bullshit it's know, just I mean, it doesn't the, apply i don't have to walk by a go-kart booth to get to a freaking late model booth I'll no no because we are we are circle track you know, and we're mostly dirt yeah you know there's a lot that crosses over between the dirt and the asphalt but we're mostly a, a circle track dirt show yeah. and we're going to be pretty crate heavy just given the people who are involved yeah. i mean I, this one is and we're in North Carolina, so I mean that's what, yeah, what we have now. it is, it is. So, so it'll be um, what I really loved. I, what I loved about our show is that a racer could come there; they could not have to worry about any of the shortages or anything else that was going on. If it was there, 
you could buy it. You could you could pick it up or or take something with you and haul it out to your car and take it home. You didn't have to worry about shipping. Correct. None of that other stuff. Yeah, it was stuff. a buy show. So, yeah. I mean, you can come there and buy the product at the show. Yeah, you could buy or you could go was, ahead and put your, I mean, it's it was December last year. This, this year it's going to be January. <laughs> but you can get on the list. I mean, whether you want to get T-shirts done, whether you need a fire, you need to be measured for a fire suit. Yeah. You need to be measured for a seat. Right. There's a lot of that in-person stuff that it's so easy to get wrong. Unless you have the professionals do it for you, get measured yeah. for a seat, you know, custom right. seat or a custom yeah. fire suit. That there's so many intricacies. And I, mean, I mean, you can do that at PRI, but I think it, y'all show like last year, yeah. it was like more. I mean, it's still well, more, it's, it's more personable. I mean, is what it is. I mean, honestly, we're never going to have fifty thousand <laughs> people there, nor would we want. I mean, and last year, of course, our our. Um, our attendance was limited. It was like, we can only have so many people in the building at one time because of the whole COVID thing. Yeah. Um, so we won't be restricted by that this, this coming year, but still we're not going to have, we're not going to be so overwhelmed. And the thing is, we're also not going to be trying to get like fans off the street just to no, have, no. just to take pictures. I'm, I'm not about vanity metrics. I don't need a million YouTube subscribers because you're not a million no. racers that are no there's not you know i i, I don't i'm just not into vanity metrics well i mean i hate to say i don't this, want random moms. soccer moms I, I walking hate, through the aisles i hate to say this we don't need the race fans to come there well that's what it's not who it's, that's not who it's for no you know if we want to have a race fan section and maybe with driver signing and some autographs and we I mean, want to put thing, that in but, we could we could yeah, put it it's, it's a certain section but i mean who i don't know it it, it just doesn't um, I just want to connect with my customers. You know what I loved about the whole show? What did you love? You guys pulled that shit off, even though some, even though some asshole tried to shut it down. Totally did. <laughs> he totally tried to shut us down actively. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> Tom Sandal. Um, <laughs> not only tried to report us to the health department, then even went to the governor's office yeah. and everything, yeah. and tried to really tried. So I mean, don't buy anything on. from that asshole. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. Tomcat. <laughs> I mean, sorry. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, Brian, Brian Littleton series says, Hey guys, hot weather in Arkansas race. What logic is working on next year's classes. Some exciting new places in the works. Oh, Brian, I'm so excited. Race yeah. logic, I think has been a, again, it's, it's a game changer. It's a game changer and it's such a great opportunity to come together I'm so proud of the work that I've done with Grace Logic. Oh, I mean, yeah. as far as Absolutely. just the you know getting the cameras and the videos and yep. getting the website set up and stuff. So, my goodness! And if you're uh, somebody who's watching and has not checked out the online classes that Race Logic offers, it's racelogic.vip. I honestly, if I was a racer, well, I mean, it's it's a game changer for me. I sell these parts, and I learned so much being at these classes. Well, I've already committed to going. Yeah. Yeah. For the late model deal. Right. So, yeah. And I'll be for all of them. You know, you yeah. just have to make it work. And I had a good time. I mean, last year was a freaking great time. I mean, I got to, I mean, here's what's funny is like, I, I went there last year not knowing what to expect. I mean, Katie kind of told me how it goes. And so I go there going, oh, yeah, I kind of know it all. And then I get there and then I find out I don't. About yeah. race cars. Right. Well. That you could actually learn something. Yeah. And I actually learned something, which was freaking amazing. Um, 
And I also learned it from like my own customers. So I'm like, shit, <laughs> currently I need to pay more attention to what's going on. You know, and it, me and, and Matt Henderson, CBR, yeah. all them guys, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and that, I think that's great. It's pretty amazing. And then I also got to like hang out with like a bunch of customers that I would normally not hang out with. Right. Because they were like down from Indianapolis or that area, you know, Indiana. I mean, it, we had a fucking great time. I mean, it was awesome. Well, and what I think is, I don't care what it is that you want to learn, whether it's you're trying to learn how to cook or you're learn, trying to do, learning about race cars or learning computer stuff. It doesn't matter. It's a pretty, pretty quick climb from like zero to 50, you know, to get the basics well, and, you, and yeah. to, to get there, you can kind of get there. But at some point, it's why they call it a learning curve, because at some point it is exponentially more difficult to come across information that really adds value for you. Especially in the sport. Especially in the sport, and especially when you're already yeah. at, I know you don't love the whole expert status, but no. you, you do this stuff every single day. Right. You do a lot of testing um, with, with the things that you work with. Well, so for you, you, you've heard, you hear some of these things from like 1975, and you're like, dude, we did that. We, we had well, cars. But, but no, I mean, you look at the presenters that were there. Yeah. The presenters at this school. Like you, I mean, and I get what you're saying. I mean, I don't. I'm just I'm saying not, it's harder to gain more knowledge as you get right. more informed. But like the cool thing about it is like you got presenters there that are like not, they're not holding nothing back. No. They're like, they're not like, okay, I'm going to tell you this much, but then you got to buy my $10,000 freaking help package mm -hmm. to figure shit out. No. These are guys like throwing shit out there. And hey, if you want to use my business, here I am. Right. Which was. Completely awesome to me. Well, I mean, I think it's a lot. It, I think it's really in line a lot with our show, too. I mean, you can buy your parts anywhere. You can buy shit. your engines everywhere. I mean, I care. <laughs> but well, I don't. But why do? But why do people want to do business with us? It's because, I mean, either you like us or you don't. You know, if you don't, you don't. You don't buy from us. Maybe you get. What some did I tell you when the whole Crate Insider thing started? Tell the audience right now. Like, because it's no secret that you and I are like in business together in Crate Insider. Yeah. Yeah. So tell the audience what I told you the very first time we thought of this whole concept. Well, I said, you know, hey, you know, bring you on as like an expert. And you're like, yeah, not everybody likes you, likes me. And I was like, what? But really? And I'm all like googly eyes <laughs> over this guy, you know, been dating him for like eight months. And, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that people wouldn't like you. But now I found out that, well, now it's not really it's that big of a surprise. It's extremely fucking true, right? <laughs> it is. It is. So, well, you know, but I think a lot of it is people don't like you for the reputation that you've had. Like, your reputation of being an asshole. It's normally the bluntness. Bluntness. Which you are an asshole. Well, but, I am. But people watching can be like, you know what? He's an asshole, but he's my kind of asshole. <laughs> well, I mean, and honestly, I mean, and I'm not. I'm not making up anything at all. I learned that from my dad because my dad used to be like on this website called 4M. Yeah. And he was the guy on there who would tell you how it is. Mm -hmm. So everybody either liked him, loved him or hated him. Yeah. It was amazing. The people that liked him and loved him. Right. Versus the ones that hated him <laughs> when he passed away. Right. Is what I'm getting at. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, I, I mean, that's just how I was born and raised and, I'm not pulling any punches. I mean, fuck, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. so. Absolutely. I got my opinions. I mean, and I ain't saying, like, listen to everything I say. I mean, there's plenty of people out there with other damn opinions that 
are completely contradictory. I don't listen to, mine. to everything Steve says. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, probably not. No, I don't. You, if you did, you'd be like subservient Kate. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Mrs. Slave. <laughs> you know that kind of thing. <laughs> but but yeah. no, I mean, I mean, no, I mean, don't do that. I mean, just take it for what it is. Evaluate it. If it works in your fucking program, then go with it. Yeah. Huh? Try to if it things. doesn't, then don't. <laughs> well, yeah. Make, I think I like to say in life there are multiple right answers for sure. Oh, absolutely. Now Brian is saying, Steve, you got to give yourself some credit. You were huge to the racers, yeah. and and yeah, I mean honestly, having an engine expert there that's not something that I we've seen. I've been to several race object class yeah. classes, and and it's really bringing you know. There's a lot with the crate engine of well, trying to I, maximize those. Honestly, I'd like to do more than what I did this last time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that I touched on a lot of the stuff that I wanted to touch on mostly because I was like all, you know, camera shy and. Well, yeah, you have been typically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but like, you know, a little, I was a little more reserved. Well, it's, um, it's, it's even on this show where I can't get up to make a drink. Cause you're like, well, am I, what do I do with my hands? You can do this. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, but you know, I thought you did a great job, Steve. You really did. Got another question for you, though. Mike mm-hmm. says, uh, hey, a Pump 93 versus Sunoco 110. What are the performance differences? Um, the 93, if it's not, well, kind of depends. Um, 93 will normally make more power than what 110 will. <clears throat> like, like, I mean, I, like, I'm not talking like the difference between winning and losing races. I'm talking like, uh, depending on the engine, probably five to eight horsepower or something like that, and probably the same in torque. Um, but again, the pump ninety three, you just don't know what you're buying. Yeah, I mean, it could be I could dyno you today on this pump ninety three you bought, and then next week they got rather than ten percent ethanol content, they got fifteen percent, or they got five percent. And it completely changes how the damn engine runs, which is normally when it's like a 110 or a 93 rule, I'll go with 110, even though I know it makes less power. Yeah. But it's consistent. Well, and especially like this, if he's talking about Pump 93, which is a wild card, just like you talked about Correct. with Alex having not 93 right. that he just put in his car. Yeah. Um, versus a Sunoco 110 is going to have that consistency. Exactly. For sure. All right. Um, Danny says hi. And Vaughn is here, Vaughn from Pit Skylights, which oh, Vaughn, I need to call you. Um, it says, this whole back order in America is very sad. We were having a horrible time getting circuit boards for our Pit Skylights. We just received an order of 20 boards when we normally receive an order of 300. Oh, good God. That's been the challenge. Yeah, it's like everywhere, man. It's unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. Absolutely. Oh, hey, didn't you like, I, speaking of Vaughn. Uh-huh. And we had this whole conversation like two weeks ago about like the scammers that were like imitating his pit lights. Right. And then like doing the whole 85 pound valve spring thing. Yep. Didn't you like do a whole 85 pound valve spring thing? I sure did. I put put out 85 valve or 85 pound valve springs are bullshit. It was what you and I talked about on the show a couple weeks ago, but I took that and well, had Tori take it and cut out that section and put that out there. You know, because we, we came about this close to actually saying who it is. But for the next question that I get about, that's going to be the video that we well, continuously it, it, send we'll, out. We'll actually, like, actually name names here next time because 
They're a bunch of fucking douchebags, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I know he's Vaughn has really had to deal with people, a lot of people copying him. Oh, absolutely. But I definitely would like, I want to get some pit skylights because there's yeah. some cool stuff and for sure. We, we need to do like an installation video there for you too, Vaughn. And that way yep. you'd have more to, um, just more to sell, more to, to get out there. Yep. All right. Um, Brett says, he says, people hate honesty. You know, I, I like the way Steve is a straight shooter shooter and tells it like it is. You are. You I don't are. know how else to be, man. I yep. mean, honestly, I mean. I keep mean, forgetting it, about it. Like, blow, blow wind up your ass. I mean, there's no reason to do that. I mean, I'm, yeah, I just, is is what it is. And Danny says, uh, Kate and Steve love this. Gives our local races a bit of knowledge and saves on the pocketbook. Knowledge is welcomed. You know, Ultim yeah. ultimately, like, all right. So, go back to my dad, who I was talking about earlier. <clears throat> so, my dad's main goal, because he grew up racing, mm -hmm. he paid for his own shit. He was a drag racer now, and he didn't do any circle track stuff until basically I came along. Um, but everything he did was he did it on his own. So he want his ultimate goal was to save everybody as much money as possible, which he passed on to me, which I would like to do. I mean, I mean, if it's going to save you money and be, you know, something practical for you in your scenario, I'm going to tell you how to do it. You know, I mean, there are certain things I get, I get calls from customers all the time and they're like, Hey, <clears throat> now, I mean, I'm wearing the shirt profile. I get people that call all the time. They're like, hey, I'm racing in Podunk, Mississippi. And track slick and blah, blah, blah. What headers do I need? Do I need to buy the Profabs? And I'll tell them straight up, no, you don't. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because you're better off spending, you know, 400 bucks on a set of Schoenfelds mm -hmm. and going and run your little, little local track because you don't need the power. And then spend that extra money on tires than you are on buying the profabs. Now, if you go to Gaffney, South Carolina and go race, I'm going to say, buy these son of a bitches. Otherwise, you're you, you're not even the ballpark. Yeah, you're not. So, <clears throat> I mean, I'm, again, I'm not going to lie to somebody. I'm going to just tell them how it is for where they're at. No, I completely agree. And, you know, I, I'd like to phrase it differently as, as far as rather than just trying to save people money because sometimes i mean i get into those conversations like recently here i was you know getting an alarm system and you know part of a conversation of you know doing a you know a walkthrough of of trying to get an estimate right you know you hear some of the well here you know i could save you money here or whatever at some point like okay stop <clears throat> with the trying to save me money and everything and let's talk about exactly what i need in order to achieve my goals right. and then we can try to decide what's going to be the best solution i'd rather have the best solution than rather the cheapest solution i don't want the most expensive but there's some ground there in the middle correct and, and just like you when i talk to a customer you know it's it's funny when i when i was first started doing this and people would call me and say hey you know what's the best distributor and or whatever. It doesn't matter right. what it is. So I'd, I'd type it, te text a message to you and be like, hey, Steve. Message me. Hey, Steve, um, I have a customer question. You know, what's the best distributor? And they're like, he's like, what kind of car do they have? What kind of engine? Where are they racing? I'm like, 
No, no, I just, I just want the answer. That's all I want. I just want the answer. This is so frustrating. And now I'm, now I'm that guy. So yeah. I'm like, okay, all right, wh wh where are you racing? What kind of car do you have? Okay, what kind of chassis? Um, what engine? What, what, what kind of, what kind of fuel are you running? <laughs> it's like the whole, it's the whole right. gamut in order to find what is going to be the best solution for a particular combination. Right. Yeah, and that saves you money because you don't end up buying stuff two and three times because it's wrong. Well, I'm not going to sell you something you don't need. No, I don't either. <laughs> I mean, no, no. I mean, and do you I, know how many calls I send well, away I sh I should, all the time? I, I should not say that. Because I because I will. Mm -hmm. So if somebody calls me and says, "Hey, I'm racing in Podunk, wherever," and but I want this, and you cannot convince me otherwise, then I'm going to sell it to them. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll give you whatever you so want. Yeah, I'm, I'm for got sure. no problem with that. For sure. All right, uh, Jerry's got a good question for mm -hmm. you. He says, "Question for Steve." Mm -hmm. Not for me. You gonna yeah. post it on the screen? Yeah, I will do that. Um, six hundred two crate spark plugs are black and wet. But the car runs really well. Car's fast time, lowest RPM is 3,800 in the corner, and our peak torque is 3,900. Ignore the spark plugs. Okay. 100%. Um, <clears throat> I actually had this question this week. Really? Um, okay. So, number one, I mean, unless you have like a NASCAR dude reading your spark plugs in the pit area, um, they're not going to tell you shit. Unless you shut that engine off at full throttle at the end of the straightaway and coast into the pit area without starting it back up, spark plugs tell you nothing. So normally on these crate engines, uh, everything's going to be black. It's going to be sit black, especially if you idle into the pit area. Well, and he's saying that he has a run, he runs a 6,000 chip yep. hitting it four to five times mm -hmm. and with CHP fuel and a VDL carburetor okay. for the crate. Well, so CHP, I mean, that's what you get. Yeah. It's black. Oh, and and okay. and because of the manifold vacuum these, these things pull, we're extremely. I mean, I don't care who's building your carburetor. Normally, they're super freaking rich on the bottom end. Mm. So, like again, if you're idling into the pit area, you cannot get a spark plug plug rating. Even if you do get one, you got to have like you know I don't know freaking whatever name an NASCAR engine builder. You got to got you got to have that dude reading your fucking plugs. So. Well, and now with that, if they're like black and wet and you said ignore them, but do you change them more frequently or do you just like just go with it? Um, normally, like on plugs, we'll change plugs probably about, I mean, I mean, if you're in the right heat range and everything, which most people are uh, with the recommendations that are out there, um, probably about every three or four races. You're gonna change plugs. I mean, plugs are cheap. I mean, we're talking like thirty under thirty bucks. Yeah. So change cheap change insurance. plugs. Yeah. Well, and even with shortages, now we even have a new, you know, just to kind of in case. So I have my auto lights because I can't get NGKs, but also have some AC Delcos now that you've uh, and there's approved. No, of. And there's nothing wrong with those. Yeah. I mean, those, I mean, they don't last as long as the other ones. Okay. Which they don't. Okay. But there's nothing wrong with them, and it's one of the plugs I recommend. So. Yeah. Great. Okay, now this is definitely a sensitive question for you, Steve. Right, okay. Radar 101 full says, will Steve sell me an engine sometime? I hear him talk about long hair hippies. I'm long haired and bearded, but more of a mountain man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right. <laughs> so, Hazard, Kentucky. What what, 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 what was the freaking... Uh... Dukes of Hazard. No, 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 no. Like, what was the uh, the big rivalry? 
It was the oh oh the Hatfields and McCoys. All right. So I've sold engines at Hatfields. I got no problem sending selling you an engine. <laughs> I feel like the McCoys, you know. And this dude literally showed up my shop with that whole freaking uh, like ZZ top, uh, ZZ top beard. Top beard. Oh wow! And the whole nine yards. Yeah. I got no problem, man. We're good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got some long-haired friends too. Yeah. You even have hippie friends. Well, I well I come on. I'm from California. I'm saying so. here. I mean Jimmy Joe. <laughs> well, Jimmy Joe. Come yeah. on. But I am from California, so I got no problem with that. <laughs> I just bag on hippies because they're kind of funny. <laughs> it's like, well, there's not a, not a lot of hippies who watch our show, and it's uh, yeah, it's easy pickings, right? Got it. Got to go with what's easy sometimes. Right. <laughs> well, um, oh. And oh, Brett says, FYI, NGK is the manufacturer for AC Delco plugs. Interesting. Yep. I did not know that. Means Learn something in, new every day in Japan. Interesting. Yeah. Don't know why NGK plugs are just so unobtainium. I, I look every day. I don't know either. It's I don't either. Crazy. Yeah. But um, any final thoughts before we sign off, Steve? I've got none. Really? No final thoughts? Any uh, Anything that you're looking at this week? What's your plan for the week? You're while you're going to see Alex race <laughs> practice. Get engines out the door. Okay, that's good. That's about it. Good. I'm gonna get products out the door, and I'm gonna try to get more in. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you all for watching. Thank you for being part of the show. And to catch the replay, you can find us on on Crate Insider and Facebook and YouTube. Look at my or hand. Look at my hand. Over like at the it's the it's the light. It's so, the light. Yeah, I know. But look, it's you like, always have to. Re yeah, you always always. Okay. Can I do my outro now? No, look. Yeah. It's like fucking weird. It's like the, the hand of Steve. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, to catch the podcast, you can find us on any of your podcast uh, providers like iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Google Play, any of those. Or you can find us at racinginsiderspodcast.com. Thank you so much. And we will see you next week. See you.